Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Welcome everyone to Geraldine Tegelove Live. Yes, I'm Geraldine. Hope your week has been a fabulous one and that you have been working on your spiritual fitness so as to make sure you have brilliant outcomes in this 2018. Now, my week has been a rather interesting one. And uh, with lots of wonderful signs from Mother Nature, keeping me focused and on track. She's always doing that for me. (laughs) You see, I walk every day and watching and listening. I I guess you could call it a, a mindfulness meditation walk. I'm not very good at sitting still in meditation. I find it so much easier to go out walking and just be aware of everything around me. You know, those wonderful signs and symbols that we see everywhere. And they are the things that have also given me insight into this week's focus. Um, So what is the insight? Okay, well, Mother Nature gave me greater insight into the fact that we all have this amazing spirit part of us that is our shining light, so to speak, always and forever. We may not be able to see it, but we need to hold firmly to the truth that it is the light that shines within us, always helping and guiding every step of our journey. Yeah. Um, And that, of course, is when we ask. So how do we explain this in Mother Nature terms? Well, during our walk over the weekend, we crossed the most beautiful river. It seemed to come out of nowhere. It was clear and fresh as it bubbled over the rocks and around ferns and on into the forest where it could no longer be seen. But we knew it was there. And we knew it kept flowing regardless of whether we could see it or not. Several times, the sun hit the water. And you know how it just sends out those beautiful sparkles of light shimmering across the stream. It was a fabulous reminder of of my very own quintessence. So what is quintessence? Well, That's exactly what I would love to chat to you or about to you today because quintessence, knowing what it is and then embracing it and living it, it creates incredible changes in our lives. 
And this is the second week in the series, you are the co-creator of your life. And believe me, understanding quintessence has a great deal to do with you becoming the co-creator of your life in amazing ways. All right. So our focus card, of course, for this week is the card of quintessence. This gorgeous card is from my Alchemy for Now transformational deck. These cards just look great. (laughs) Yes, I know I made them myself, but they just are beautiful. And they're beautiful to feel and to hold. and, And you just have to love the gold edging. It just makes them extra special. And why is this? Because, see, ancient alchemists always were about um, creating golden outcomes. They, they wanted to learn the secret of turning ordinary metals into gold. But at the same time, they understood that we had to find our own inner gold before we could create outer golden success. So, knowing about this card, quintessence, is really, really important. So, what is our quintessence? Well, it was the name given by alchemists uh, to explain the life force that flows through all physical beings. Um, It's that spark of light that shines within all people, but cannot be seen by ordinary physical sight. It is also sometimes described as the hidden star that shines deep within. The quintessence is always there and available, and it emerges through a growth in understanding of the four elements and by working at finding that beautiful balance within all four. The alchemists certainly understood this concept, And they constantly worked with the star signs and the elements, learning to merge all four within their being. They knew that the result would be the discovery of the magical quintessence, which would allow their lives to sparkle and glow. That beautiful star within you is calling right now to be recognized and embraced. So this is what this card of quintessence means for you today. Your quintessence is longing to be released and allowed to shine its brilliant light into every area of your life. Now, the card also wants you to know you've been working so well with your birth element, but now it's time to slowly step into all four elements. So perhaps it's time to fan the fires of passion and focused energy. It's time to uh, soak in the emotional waters of care, compassion, and intuition. Dig in the earth to become grounded and balanced, another element. And then finally, to connect to air for times of contemplation mindfulness and listening and I find it as I said easier to do all of these when I'm out walking I can really see you just connect into them all because 
you know, we do this because each element holds such special gifts. And when you combine all four, you will have given your quintessence permission to work its magic within your life. Now, we're going to do a whole lot more about quintessence in our takeaway segment today. So you'll learn lots more about what it is and how you actually go about this on a day-to-day basis. But for the moment, what I'd love to do is um, do the usual reading on a reading. So what do I need? The questions I'm asking the cards is what do I need to allow my beautiful quintessence light to shine brightly? Or what might be holding me back from allowing my quintessence to shine? Okay, so let me choose some cards. All right, card shuffled. I'm choosing the first one. Aha, Cosmic Melodies. What's this got to do with your quintessence? This card is asking you to create harmony in your life. This is all about allowing your heart to have a say in in everything that you do and not allowing the mind to take over as we all know it loves to do. Yes, the mind is, you know, a pretty dominant force and something that we have to really grab hold of. Because once you come from the heart with everything that you do, you'll begin to create those beautiful, amazing cosmic melodies that harmonize with the quantum field. And of course, your goals and desires will appear. So maybe, yeah, even more reason for you to allow that beautiful light within you to shine brightly. Mm, You know, sometimes it's a bit hard to do that, but we can all take tiny steps each day to allow that to happen. So what's the second card? Card of the Butterfly. This is all about breaking free and transformation because the butterfly symbolizes transformation. Leaving, you know, the safety of the cocoon and spreading those amazing wings to fly. So if you're sitting in your cocoon hiding away from from yourself and everybody else and the world, then now is the time to step out and take action. Set yourself free. By, and by doing this, your light will certainly begin to shine. Two fabulous cards so far. Now, I wonder what the last one is. I'm never really amazed. Well, I am. I'm amazed all the time. Ah, Right. So the last card is the card of water. And this is about embracing emotions. We often try to push away what we consider are those more negative types of emotions. The problem is that unless we embrace them, we will never understand what they're trying to teach us and we'll never move forward from them. So, you know, if you've got some negative emotions at the moment or a dominant negative emotion, perhaps it's time to embrace it and see what lies behind it. What's causing that negative emotion? 
and then you can deal with it at a different level. So what beautiful cards. Remember, I asked the questions, what do I need to do to allow my beautiful quintessence light to shine brightly? And what might be holding me back from allowing my quintessence to shine? And the cards were cosmic melodies or creating harmonies, butterfly, breaking free, and water, embracing your emotions. You will know exactly which one fits you right in this moment. But we're going to break now. And after the break, I have got a fabulous guest for our walk on water moment today. You'll love it. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. It's Have you ever butt-dialed someone accidentally? According to a report, for every 100 calls made to 911 this year, about 40 were dialed unintentionally. Recently, a mother in Canada called police after receiving a nightmarish cell phone call from her daughter, filled with blood-chilling screams and a man shouting murderous threats. Police discovered that the girl was at a movie theater in Victoria. Anticipating the worst, the cops were preparing to descend on the cinema when a dispatcher tried calling the girl's cell phone one last time. The girl answered her phone and explained she was not being attacked by a murderer, but was watching the horror film Cabin in the Woods. What do you call the activity of being impolite in a social situation by looking at your phone instead of paying attention to the person you are with? Fubbing. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Golf is a good way to supplement your fitness program, but watch out for golf injuries. The most common occur in the low back, elbows, shoulders, hands, and wrists, and are defined as either cumulative from overuse or acute traumatic injuries. The impact and stress of the repetitive motion of the swing is sometimes hard on the muscles and joints. The Mayo Clinic says it's important to consider ways to reduce your risk of golf injuries. They recommend that you warm up first. Be sure to start slowly, work up to your desired level of play. Strengthen your muscles to protect your joints and reduce your risk of injury and build up your endurance. Focus on flexibility and keep your muscles pliable, strong, and flexible. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. If you're a fan of Fitness Minute, like us on Facebook. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Teglove. Woohoo! Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Teglove Live. And today, my goal is to assist you in working on your spiritual fitness so as to get those desires happening and becoming a reality in your life right here, right now. So, Now it is time for my walk on water guest. And today I'd love to welcome the, um, the amazing Frankie Picasso. So let me introduce my guest. Welcome. Thank you. 
Thank you, Geraldine. I appreciate it. I hope it's a wow moment. It was a wow moment for me, and it might be a wow moment for a lot of other women. And I'm sure, frankly, because, you know, a wow moment, as I always say, can be something really what we think is insignificant, but can have amazing impact on our lives. So what was your wow moment? (laughs) Can't wait, can't wait. Um, It was probably about, and it's funny because it took me this long to figure it out, but I was, I think I was about 53, 54 when it happened. I'm 60 now. And um, I realized every time I had to go, and as a coach, I talk about underlying automatic commitments and I know all about them and I hadn't really thought about my own. But as a, but every time I have to go somewhere to an event, to anything, anything, my first thought is, oh, I can't go until I lose weight. I have to lose weight. Um, yes. First thought, first yes. thought. So I thought, where does this insanity come from? Aren't I good enough the way I look now? Are people going to hate me? I look at other women and I go, you know what? They're overweight and they're having a great time. Why do I have to lose weight before I go in there? I want to have a good time too, right? So I started, I went inside and I took that thread and I started to go back through my history. Where did it start? Where did it start? Where did it start? I was nine years old. I wanted a puppy. And my mother said, you have to lose nine pounds before you can have it. Oh my goodness, Frankie. I wasn't heavy. It was a control thing, I'm sure for her. But in my mind, it started, set me up. It started me where I couldn't do anything. You, you don't deserve it until you lose it. And that thought was in my head. And it's still there. I mean, I still have to consciously go, uh-uh, no, you don't, that's not. And it's hard to fight it because it's so ingrained so ingrained but that was my aha moment thinking oh that's where it comes from that's why i do it at least it it had bubbled up to the surface and i could go grab it isn't that great frankie and to actually take the time to go back and really figure out where it began is something that sometimes because we just try and push it aside don't we so how did you deal with it well, you know, it's interesting. Um, I, I was tired of, of feeling, you know, this anxiety, this this drive to have to lose weight all the time, like for whatever, like, and not feeling good enough. And the and the I call them the members of the board in my head telling me you're not this and you're not that, and you know you're this and you're ugly. And I, there was one day where I got, um, my thoughts were so mean to me, so mean. I thought I would never say that. To anybody else in a million years and I said stop it you're being so cruel and that's when I grabbed them and I said okay we're gonna figure this out we're gonna figure this out and I I, I started I do it for clients you know why can't I do it for me mm-hmm. and you know we talk about underlying automatic commitments in coaching about the what's inside us that you know is embedded in our subconscious they're not conscious thoughts but they're commitments to an outcome that is different from what your conscious mind says you want. My conscious mind says, I don't need to do anything, but my unconscious mind is going, no, 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 you have to lose weight. You can't go there until you lose weight. You better get on a diet right now, you big fatty, you know? And whether it's true or not, it doesn't matter. That's what's embedded. And so, you know, when the thought comes up, even though it's not gone, I get to consciously, you know, put it in front of me and go, you're not winning. Yeah. You're not winning. 
Well, isn't that brilliant, though, Frankie? I mean, first to recognize it and then to start to deal with it. And and it does, uh, I know for myself, things, it's not necessarily um, weight, although I could still lose a few kilos here and there. <laughs> but um, I remember myself coming to the point of saying, listen, you know, the body isn't really me. People aren't coming to worry about my weight or looks or age or anything else they're just coming to hear me or to be with me and um yeah well and and then you're right because you know for for many years people said frankie you should go on tv you should be on tv and i go i don't i can't be on tv i don't want people looking at me they're going to stare at me i don't want them to see me and then this year this january i said i don't care who cares? Let them, stare at me. Let them stare at me. I'm going to do it because it's fun. I want to do it. I'm not going to let them stop me you, or let me stop me from doing things that I want to do. And, and you are so beautiful. How could you ever think? <laughs> I can't, you know, do, can't stand on a stage or I can't be on TV. Yes, Frankie, it's amazing what we do to ourselves, isn't it? It's, it's absolutely brutal what we do to ourselves. And, you know, body, body shame to ourselves is even worse than, you know, doing it to somebody else. But we do, you know, women particularly are very hard on themselves. They don't see themselves the way other people see them. Yeah. And, you know, you, you can tell an anorexic all day long they're thin, but they're not going to believe it. No, they can't see it. Right. And that's what happens to us, unfortunately, um, until you bring everything conscious and you have to work on that deeply. Yes. But at least you can do it when you know where it comes from. So tell me, Frankie, have you been up on that stage talking to people? Well, I'm going. <laughs> Good. Well done. Fantastic. Yeah, I know. I booked my I booked plane tickets because I wasn't going to go to a conference. I booked the plane tickets. I'm going, and you know, I don't care now. I'm just going to do it because I want to be there. I'm not going to let it stop me. And and not only that, Frankie. I know you have an amazing story to share, and you know the world needs that story, and the world needs your wisdom and Thank your you. uniqueness, which is just fabulous. So, Frankie. Um, this wow moment, you know, the moment that you went back and you discovered uh, the cause or that moment, that defining moment when you took on that belief. Um, and how has that had an impact on your life in an ongoing way, you know, coming out of that? Well, before I came out of it, I mean, it's, it's been impactful all the time because in my family, like my father, my father is, um, he's on his third or fourth wife, I don't know, but they're always beautiful. And it's always, oh, don't you think you could lose some weight? Or don't, wouldn't you feel better if you lost some weight? Or don't you think, you know, and so I never feel good enough because I'm never thin enough. And so good enough is thin enough. And, you know, they live in the land of the beautiful in California where everybody is all they think about is themselves, it seems like, and the papers and the plastic surgery, which I don't need to buy into. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to buy into it. So when I go there, I always feel, you know, I, 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 invariably I end up in tears because something will be said and about, you know, how I look. And I go, can't you just love me for the way I am or who I am? Like, does it have to be about, you know, what size I wear? Like, really? So, um, but now, I mean, it's it's funny to think it's taken this long, but 
I, I think now I'm going to, I'll be able, I, I can handle, I can handle it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it, you know, it's funny how long it can take. Yeah. Oh. When, when you have, when the, when the perspective changes, it changes and that's it. Yes. Yeah. And look, we can, we can hold on to it for years and years and years. And until we have, I think the insight though, to be able to go back and discover the, the root cause of it. Um, you know, we, we're still going to sit there for a long time. So I'm so yeah. proud of you, Frankie. That's Thank you. <laughs> so everyone, what an, a fabulous, fabulous uh, wow moment. And I think it's one that many listeners and viewers will connect to, Frankie. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Geraldine. It was, it was fun to come and tell you about it. Wow, what a, what a wow moment that one was. Um, Frankie was just so, uh, I, I think it was just great that Frankie would share that with us. Now, remember that these are all uh, recorded prior to the radio show, and I love to play them then to you. And they're just another way that you get to understand the possibilities in your life. Now, if someone else has had issues around weight and accepting themselves as they are and being accepted by others, because, you know, you're not going to gain the acceptance of others until you accept yourself and how you look and how you feel about you. And it, your body is just such a very small part of you, as we're going to discover today. So this, I didn't plan it this way, but today's uh, walk on water moment is just perfect for what we're going to talk about in the next segment. And I'm so grateful to, to Frankie for sharing that. Because how many of us are you know, worried about how we look and what we're wearing and what are we going to look like if we have to speak to someone or what are we going to look like if we have to get up on a stage somewhere. And, and it's just so silly because once we accept our, our own uh, self and the way we look and who we are and who we really are on the inside – I guarantee you, nobody even sees the outer shell. They just accept it as you being you, and they're just so excited to hear what you have to share. So <laughs> I'm wishing Frankie all the very best. Now that she has decided, well, you know, to heck with everybody, I'm just going to get up and do it. And I know she will be just amazing and wow everybody <laughs> with what she has to share. If you're having an issue with uh, the way you look, then I hope today's Walk on Water moment has helped you too to step into yourself and go, well, you know what? I'm not going to worry about that anymore. I'm going to do my thing. Now, after the break, we're going to have takeaway time, and it's going to help you to recognize that star within you and allow it to shine in the most beautiful ways.
best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov, will return after this short break. weird weekend relaxing and reading through mental floss when I came across these rip-roaring R-words. I recognized a few of them, such as the old 18th century Scottish word ramfieselt, which means fatigued or exhausted. A couple more great R-words are ruckatly tuckatly, meaning crumpled or gathered up and ruched. Rouge is commonly used today to describe a flattering blouse or a top. Rabbity is a 16th century word for an innocent fool, while Raffle Coppin is a rash, impetuous person, or maybe just somebody that gets carried away with our words. It's marching day. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. And you wiggle your ears? Studies suggest that only 10 to 20% of humans are able to wiggle their ears. That's pretty ostrobogulous. Ostrobogulus is another word for bizarre or unusual. Of course, many animals have the ability to independently turn their ears in the direction of a sound by using their auricular muscles. In humans, ear wiggling is thought to be more of a vestigial feature, meaning it was once a useful trait of our ancient ancestors, but not needed anymore. Some people can't stop wiggling their ears. This rare moving ear syndrome is known as dyskinesia. This can be a pretty embarrassing condition, especially if you are macrotus or have big ears. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live. And if you have just joined us today, I'm sharing with uh, listeners great ideas and practical solutions to allowing your quintessence, I should say, to shine. That magnificent spirit light that shines within each of us. The light that seems to, you know, fade as we travel through our journey of life and are faced with challenges and struggles. I'll give you lots of info here today, you know, about this. But if you're looking for a little more, then may I suggest you pop over to spiritualfitness.tv where you will find just so many other little videos and blogs and notes from Mother Nature to have your week buzzing with success. And if you've missed the start of today's show and you'd like to listen to all of it, then why not um, pop over to iTunes and just search Geraldine Tegelove Live under podcasts, or you can come here to Toginet and listen or download from my show page. Or you can also find it on my website at GeraldineTegelove.com. So heaps of places to uh, check in and just download the podcast. 
And sometimes there are things that you want to listen to over again just to kind of embrace it and embed it within yourself. But right now, it's takeaway time. And remember, this is where you get to take on an idea and ponder or contemplate it until it really sinks in and you start to put it to work in your life. So you see some fabulous changes happening. This is where I help you grow your understanding around our weekly focus. You know, as I always say, this type of knowledge is vital to the co-creation of your dreams and desires. And you can work away at things as hard as you like on the outer physical stuff, but unless you're prepared to focus some attention on your inner growth, well, your outer accomplishments will be rather short-lived. Now, I know that you've heard this a million times over, but if you were like me, you were way too busy trying to make things happen to actually listen or uh, take notice. But I promise once you do, oh my, how things change. So let's get to it and really work on your spiritual fitness, which is how you can achieve anything you desire. So remember today, our focus is all about your quintessence. So why do we need to know about this? Well, because it's how to recognize the star within you. And it's also about allowing it to shine through your goals and dreams. That beautiful star, which is the real you, it's actually your spirit self. Okay, so now it's time for a few facts around this to help you really take this on board. You have a physical body, but not only do you have that, you also have a mind and a spirit or a soul, as some may prefer to say. These are all three of them are just so vitally important in the co-creation of anything that you wish to, you know, experience or express in life. It, it doesn't happen with just one. Like you can't just use the body to go out and do uh, heaps of action and forget about your mind or your spirit because if they're not in alignment with all the action that you're taking, hmm, it just isn't going to happen. Same with the mind. You know, if your thoughts are not in alignment with your dreams and desires and instead they're racing off chattering about how it's not going to happen and how you can't do it and you're not good enough and how do you look and you know you can't speak and all these sorts of things the mind is a bit of a chatterbox isn't it and it usually focuses on the negative unless you become consciously aware of what it's chattering about and say stop no, a bit like what Frankie was explaining in the last segment. So becoming aware of your mind, it has to be aligned uh, with what you really want to experience. And then, of course, the spirit. It's that biggest part of you, and I'm going to talk about this in, you know, in right now, actually. Let's get into it right now. This is the part of you that is eternal, your spirit is the forever part of you. 
and it lives beyond every other part of you, <laughs> your mind and your body. Your mind and your body is really just there to support your spirit, okay, that spirit self. Now, you chose to take on a physical body to experience this life here on planet Earth, a physical experience. Without a body, you would still be simply that beautiful spirit energy that you are, buzzing around the quantum field <laughs> you know you're an individual spirit an individuated spirit but you're still part of that huge quantum field the spirit part of you or the quintessence of you is by far the greatest part of who you are it's that god essence within you it kind of has, you know, one foot here on planet Earth and one foot still in that beautiful field of infinite potential and possibility. So what I'm trying to really explain here is that your spirit self is really still connected to and living within that field. So it is certainly the greatest part of you. Now, as we discover this spirit self, we discover our quintessence because it's that light, that spirit light, that amazing spirit light that is within each one of us. And once we allow it to shine through all we do, all I can say is, wow, <laughs> and not necessarily walk on water, wow, but just wow. Yes, um, recognizing it just changes everything. Okay, so how do we recognize that your quintessence um, has, or how do you recognize that your quintessence has faded into the background, so to speak? Well, this is quite easy, really. You know, if it has faded, the first thing you often encounter are obstacles at every turn. Now, we've all been through this moment, haven't we? You try to do what everyone else is doing because it seems to work for them, but it, nothing seems to work for you. And, you know, I know I was told a long time ago, and I've, I've, I know I've told this to you before, but, you know, I was advised that you just find somebody who is doing what you wish to do and who's really successful at it, and then you just do exactly what they do and you'll be successful as well. Well, that's okay to a point, but they're not you. You can use some of the practical steps they've taken, but unless you shine your light into it, your individual unique light, that quintessence of you and only you, then that beautiful success that you're looking for is not going to happen. You'll just be trying to be somebody else. And that's not you. That's not allowing your light to shine. So if you're working towards something in particular, make sure that it's your quintessence shining through it and you're not just trying to be somebody else. Now, the next thing is that to recognize that you're not shining your light 
is quite often that nothing seems to flow easily and effortlessly. You know, you always seem to be taking three steps forward and two steps back and sometimes five steps back. Yeah. (laughs) What happens then? Well, of course, frustration really sets in and you begin to state very firmly in your mind and in your words and in your feelings that none of this stuff works and that nothing ever goes right for you and it's just not fair and you think it'd be easier to run away and hide. Have I left anything out? (laughs) I could probably add a whole heap more as well. But it's just the way it is. And it's because we're still not recognizing that light that shines within us. Or it could get to the point where you feel like you're banging your head up against a brick wall. Now, this is certainly not a good way to go. (laughs) Brick walls can be quite tough and hard on the head, yes. But we all do uh, go through this. And the trick is to become consciously aware of when we're experiencing these things. You know, the obstacles or the lack of flow or, you know, our mind starts to take over or whatever. And we really have to stop and once again look at it and go, well, you know, what's behind this? What's causing this? What is the, um, what can we do in order to move this forward? And I, I guarantee you, the first thing to do is ask yourself, am I allowing my quintessence to shine through this? Because if I'm not, then it's never going to happen. Because remember that quintessence is that beautiful spirit light. So, you might have the mind in, in action and you might have the body in action, but have you got the spirit in action? Are you allowing it to have its say? It is so, so important to have all three a happening thing and not just two of them or maybe one of them. <laughs> so what do you do? What are the practical steps you can take to make sure that you are working all three together. Well, we're coming into break uh, right now, but straight after the break, I'm going to share with you some very practical steps that you can take to ensure that your light is shining brilliantly. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. It's words you never heard. Whenever we hear a recording of our own voice, it always sounds different than we think. This is because the bones in our skull create a resonance from within that makes our voice sound deeper to us. But our recorded voice is how others hear us. I'm sure I'm not the first person who has uttered the words, I really don't sound like that. Do I? Margaret Thatcher famously underwent vocal training to lower her voice and make her sound more statesmanlike. Recently, British Airways polled Americans and Britons to see who they believed had the sexiest voices. Morgan Freeman was voted number one. If a judge loves the sound of his own voice, expect a long sentence. 
What's a word for a person who loves to hear the sound of their own voice? A philodox. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Resistance bands come in different colors and varying tensions. I like working out with resistance bands because they are so versatile and lightweight, and I keep them in my car, closet, and suitcase. You can train every major muscle group and get a fabulous strength workout without weights. They also allow you to do some Pilates moves that strengthen your core. I especially like to use them for stretching. Hooking them around the center of your foot while keeping your legs straight gives you an added stretch that you could not do without some resistance. You can buy inexpensive resistance bands at sporting goods stores and most stores that carry fitness products. Be sure to purchase bands that come with instructions and an easy workout to follow. You can also get instructions on the internet. I'm Annette Hammond. If you're a fan of Fitness Minute, like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Woohoo! Yes, we are back, and uh, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live. Now, Our um, focus for this week is all about quintessence. And each week during this segment, we take time to meditate on something. And usually it has everything to do with our focus of the week. And so, of course, what better way to meditate today or what better subject to meditate on is our quintessence or that light that shines within us. Maybe we could see it as the diamond that shines within us. And um, now that I've explained that, let's get straight into it. So our meditation song for today is called Diamonds. And what I'd love you to do is just relax, take in a couple of deep breaths, let them out. If you're in the space where you possibly can, just sit back in your chair, um, Or if you're out walking, just kind of breathe deeply and be ready to go with the flow. So right now, let's have our meditation song, Diamonds. See you. 
What a great song to meditate to today. And as you, I'm sure, heard, if you were listening to the words, uh, all about allowing your special diamond light to shine. We all have that beautiful, one-of-a-kind, unique giftedness. And if we allow that light to shine, oh, my goodness, the results will be amazing. So often we try to connect what other people think is right for us, and it's really not. Okay, so remember before our meditation or the last segment, I said I would share with you some little practical ways that you can go about um, allowing that light to shine. So... um, that's exactly what I'm going to do now. Um, the first one, get to know your quintessence on a personal basis. This is really, really important. It has all the answers to everything and it knows the steps to take to get you there along the most direct path possible. So stop, take a deep breath And find a quiet place to simply rest and talk to the star within you. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's the way to go. You just have to kind of connect to it. Um, So 
as you know, and as I've already explained, it is by far the greatest and most powerful part of you. But it's often just hidden under many layers of life experiences. It's timeless and it's multidimensional. And I promise it will always answer if you ask it questions and you take the time to have a discussion with it and then, hmm, what do you have to do? Listen for the answers. It is just such an important thing to do. I try to do this on a daily basis. I try to um, check in and just have a chat with it, listen to it, and say, you know, am I listening to you? Am I doing what I need to be doing today? Okay, the next thing is to get below or behind the challenges and struggles and ask your spirit self to show you the learnings that are there so that you can move into a far more um, pleasing experiences. Uh, this is so important as, you know, as, as well. You just have to kind of, now how do you get behind it? Um, you just know that, that there, is a, there is a reason for what's happening and there is a lesson and the best way to find that is to stop, look at what's happening, embrace it, and then ask your spirit self, okay, so what's behind this? What, what do I need to know? And, and I often ask these questions as I'm going to sleep. And I'm always pleasantly, pleasantly surprised when I wake up in the morning and just have this knowing about things. Um, just know that that I have the answer, or I, I just feel it in my body. I don't need to. I don't need to think about that anymore because my unconscious mind has taken it on board. Next thing, go back and rediscover your core values and your core beliefs. I like to call them your power values, the ones that belong to you. Not the ones that others have put upon you and made you believe that they were right for you. Uh-uh. It's the ones that you arrived with. If you're not living the real thing, then you're certainly not being um, or not allowing that beautiful, unique light to shine. So it's time to really connect back. What do I truly value? Not what other people value, and I think I have to, you know, often that's family, not family values necessarily, my own values. What do I put at the top of my list? What do I want to share with the world? Uh, so that's a big thing to uh, take on board and really embrace. Okay, next thing is to simply love the real you, warts and all. Loving self is a huge part of allowing your quintessence to shine. This means, of course, if you're in business or thinking of starting one, make sure you are branding you as you. And you're not hiding behind some wonderful fancy name that you think sounds good. Why not just be you? I, I know for me, 
um, this was a huge step in my growth. When I decided to rebrand everything just as me, suddenly everything happened. Everything grew. It was amazing. And I, I know I may be coming across as rather harsh here, but I'm simply wanting you to understand the importance of standing in your truth, being the real you, owning it and truly loving it because that's the way you will allow your light to shine into the world. And we all need our light to shine because we came here for a reason. And that reason is is that unique, beautiful gift of self. Okay, so perhaps a few little questions that you could ask yourself during the coming week, like, Okay, so what is my quintessence? What's my unique light all about? And what, you know, what barriers have I been putting up? What's been preventing me from shining my light? Mm, Big questions these are, but we have to ask them. What are my true core beliefs? And what are my values that are, are real values of mine and not everybody else's? You know, sometimes we take on values that we think we have to have rather than the ones that are really just for us. And then the final question to ask yourself this week, what practical steps can I take every day to allow my light to shine a little brighter? Today's been a fabulous show. Have a great week, everyone. I want to offer you a million blessings of happiness, love and peace. Bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not 